0: Podcasting from St. Louis, Missouri, this is Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, your information and inspiration hub for all things health, wellness, and functional medicine. Your host, Dr. Allison DeBardo-Goggin, has been practicing functional medicine for over 11 years. She is passionate about finding root causes and solutions for gut health, hormone balance, anxiety, and autoimmune conditions. Hello and welcome welcome everyone. This is Dr. Allison DeBardo-Goggin with Little Black Bag Medicine. And today we're going to be talking about the specifics of fasting. Um, My husband and I just got done with a three-day fast. I did one a couple months ago. um, I did a full five-day fast, and I really wanted to give you some idea about what that looked like, what symptoms fasting can help with, the physiology of why you might want to try fasting, um, how to do it, if you should do a program or a juice fast. There's so many different options out there, and then what we learned while we were fasting about our food, about ourselves, about our health, and then the results that we got, which were pretty awesome. So what can fasting help with? So the number one thing I think of is type 2 diabetes or insulin resistance. So this can help manage blood sugar levels, help resensitize yourselves to um, glucose and sugar. Now if you have type 1 diabetes, we don't want you to fast. That's absolutely something you should not do. But if you're just insulin resistance and just dealing with some sugar issues like that, or if you're a mild level of type 2, this might actually really help. And this is because insulin upregulates fat and fat cells and the liver, which leads to fatty liver. And really your cells all over your body start to stop responding when they become too inundated. So that's where that resistance comes from. And with insulin resistance, it means that your cells have been hit on the head so many times with insulin and sugar that they're just not responding anymore and they're not going to do the work that they need to do. And what happens is that over time that the glucose gets stored as fat in the liver instead of an accessible sugar storage use. And then it also gets stored obviously in fat and muscles as fat instead of glycogen or proteins or anything that would give your cells some source of fuel. The other thing is linked to high cholesterol because of decreased or increased insulin. I'm sorry, and is also linked to an increase in blood pressure because of the higher levels of insulin, which keeps sodium and water in your bloodstream, and that increases the blood volume and increases your blood pressure. So, those are some things associated with insulin resistance. Um, fatty liver is the next thing that I would recommend fasting for because it's either happening on its own or it's happening alongside blood sugar issues, and again, because that liver becomes so resistant to insulin that it cannot keep up with regulating blood sugar and keeping it stored within the liver, where most of our sugar is actually stored for use. So then what happens is that glucose and sugar is just floating around in your bloodstream, and you're told, well, now we need to take metformin to keep it pushed down, and if that doesn't start working, we need to get you on insulin because the cells just aren't responding again. Um, And this is the one that got me. The next category is reactive hypoglycemia. And what that is, is the opposite of insulin resistance, where your blood sugar is really going up and down on a roller coaster. That one is me. So I'm the kind of person who has to eat every two hours, always have a snack with them. Um, People like me wake up, they're not hungry at all usually grab a cup of coffee. Most people like to go through the drive-thru, get coffee and a muffin, and that's their breakfast, like really heavy on the carbs and sugar. And then you get really hungry or irritable between meals. You crash around four o'clock in the afternoon. You have trouble sleeping through the night. So when I heard, you know, okay, if you have reactive hypoglycemia, you should fast. I was like, no, never do that, never do that. And part of that reason is because When we were in school, when we were taking boards, we learned about insulin-dependent cells and receptors and how we transport sugar into the cells. So we need insulin, we need to eat sugar, we need to blah, 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 do all these things the right way because of insulin-dependent cells. But what happened is what we learned that in functional medicine, when we're actually looking at the physiology, that we have insulin-independent receptors on most of our body. So we're talking about the brain, heart, the pancreas, fat cells, muscle cells, the liver, all of these organs that require sugar, glucose, protein to work actually have many different modes of transportation into and out of the cells. So you don't have to have an insulin issue to be able to do fasting or to have blood sugar issues. So we can still fast um, and shift that paradigm of how we look at sugar going into the cells Um And really, fasting gives all of your cells a break from that onslaught of sugar, so it resensitizes all of your cells all over your body, um, helps your receptors become more sensitive, so the insulin can work when it needs to. And the other big one that I like to have fasting as an option is for people who struggle with brain health symptoms, like memory issues, brain fog, headaches, all of those issues that happen with the brain because the brain needs good glucose, good sugar. It also needs good fats and good proteins. So when we change up the amount of sugar that the brain gets and feed it more fat, that will reduce the amount of oxidation from the brain, which is obviously going to help reduce inflammation. So, of course, you always have to talk to your physician before you start any type of fasting program because you have to make sure, one, that it's right for you. You have to monitor your medications, your supplements, your blood sugar, your blood pressure, all of those things. So don't just start a fast because, honestly, you listen to this podcast. You have to figure out what's going to work best for you, for your body, what is safe, and what is effective. Okay. So what happens when you do fast Um, You really lower the release of insulin and give the cells on your liver, pancreas, brain, and muscles a break, which allows them to desensitize and resensitize to the constant insulin and sugar. So cells can can create and remove receptors on their cells. So the more insulin you have, the more insulin receptors your cells will create to, to manage that load. When you take the constant sugar away it will help remove some of those receptors so the cells become more attuned to what they actually need to be doing. It decrease fasting decreases mitochondrial stress in the neurons of the brain because ketones produce less free radicals. So that means good fats will help reduce inflammation in the brain. So now we're talking about memory, we're talking about um, Alzheimer's types issues, we're talking about brain fog And this even goes into hormones because the healthier fats that are in your body that you're taking in, you're going to make healthier hormones as well. Fasting reduces fat levels and sugar storage in the liver. And anytime you can take a load off the liver, you're going to really improve your health, your hormones, your biotransformation, all of it's really good. And then one of the reasons that Jake had, my husband, was doing fasting was because it allows the bacteria in your gut to either die off or rebalance, which helps with bloating, IBS-type symptoms, and allows your gut to reset as well. So how to fast is something that we're going to go into next. So I'm going to have my husband come in and share a little bit about what he did and what I did, why we chose to do them differently, because that's always an option, and give you guys some ideas. So let me go grab them for you. Okay, so now I have my husband, Jake, with me here. Hi. Say hello. So he's going to help us talk about his fasting experience so you can get an idea of what we did differently and how it worked differently for each of us. So when I fast or when I go without food for too long, usually my stomach starts cramping like around 3 o'clock. I get really cranky, and I just can't handle the pain anymore. So that's usually when I stop eating. So I had to find a program that allowed me to eat. Um, So I used Prolon, which is a five-day company fast, and they give you a box of food for each day and your supplements and your drinks so that you know what you're doing. And that helped me because I was able to keep my digestive system happy, but my cells thought they were fasting. So I'm going to put a link to that in the comments. So if that's something you're interested in or you're scared of fasting and going without food, that program can really help you. Jake hasn't fasted before, officially, but you do okay without food, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm reactive hypoglycemia, which means if I go without food, I get real shaky and irritable and hangry. So that means I usually have to eat every two hours, where Jake is more insulin resistant. So he is fine without food or whatever food happens with you, right? You're pretty much okay. Mm-hmm. So... Why did you decide to do the three-day juice fast?
1: Uh, because I've been feeling, I guess, bloated and overwhelmed with everything we've you know, been doing, eating, and not staying on track with our uh, diet for my SIBO and everything like that. So I just kind of wanted to give my system a uh, a break and refresh, so I decided I would do Uh, Three days, no food, just liquid uh, vegetables and fruit. So I would be getting stuff that I need, but i give everything in my body a chance to catch up.
0: So Jake has SIBO, which is Small Intestinal Bacteria Overgrowth. So you can go back and watch the video we did together about his SIBO story. But over the past year, some things were working, some things weren't. And I thought the FAST would be a great way for his intestines to help with the die-off of the extra bacteria in the small intestines that weren't supposed to be there. And that really did help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So I think it's also great when you fall off and you realize that you've been eating too many donuts every weekend (laughs) that we just got, that it does help reset and gives you some really good tools. So um, I'll say what I learned while fasting, um, because I did this in, September a couple months ago and then I adjusted it again I realized that I just mindlessly go for food like I'll just grab a fruit snack or food without even thinking because either I'm bored or I'm super stressed and that's where a lot of my weight issues are coming from my food sensitivities because I'm just eating mindlessly throughout the day especially because we're home I can just go into the pantry Um, I really learned how to be present when I was eating even the small amount of food, like soup. Like I learned to sit down and enjoy it and focus on it because that was my like one little meal of the day. So I really wanted to give my brain the experience of eating food and being present. And the first time I did it, it wasn't as hard as I anticipated. I had to make my daughter's birthday cake and all of her frosting And I couldn't eat it, and that was really difficult because I've never made a cake and not eaten it. But I made it through. So there's always going to be a party, an event, something that you're going to have to miss or skip out on or show up and be like, hey, I'm here, and I'm not going to drink or eat, and I'm cool with that, and everybody else can be okay with that too. So there's never a good time to fast. There's never a good time to put this in your schedule Um, so your health is way more important than a piece of cake because there's always going to be cake and there's always going to be leftovers and you can just have it later. You don't have to have it right now. And that was hard because I wanted to eat the birthday cake and all of the frosting, but I didn't. What did you learn?
1: Uh, I learned that fasting is, um, I guess I could say it's easy if, if you're, Not like her, like where you have to eat every two hours. Um, I'm used to intermittent fasting, so I feel like I just had to push past the last part of the day that I normally would eat. Um, I found that um, the third day sucks the most, but when I woke up on the fourth day, I felt like I could keep going. So um, if you're going to go the route that I went, just bear in mind that day three blows. So can I say that? You can, oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, I think I asked you a couple times, like, you're going to learn about your food and how you feel about your body. And he's like, no, this sucks. I want to eat. I don't care. Um, but your method of getting through was complaining, which well, is okay. The,
1: yeah, I, I, I um, complain about <laughs> things as I'm going through <laughs> them. And then that just gets me through them. So, um, you know. Mission successful. I, I, I did it and I uh, felt really good on the fourth day. And like, like I said, I felt like I could probably do it for another uh, three days if I wanted to, honestly. But that the third day was rough.
0: Do you think you're sure. going to try four days at one point or five days?
1: I think I would like to try five days just to see if I can make it that long. And um, now it's kind of like a a challenge almost. So
0: So we're going to start doing juice fasting on Mondays, like one day a week, because it was really helpful. Um, So what did you use when you juiced? What vegetables?
1: Uh, I used, so I drank three juices. Uh, The first juice was, I have to, sorry, I have to remember, uh, carrots, celery, beets, uh, cucumber, spinach, um, a Granny Smith apple, and a, a whole lemon. And then uh, the next one was the same minus the beets, and threw in an orange instead of the beets. And then for my last juice, it was the same recipe but minus the orange or the beets. I put strawberries in. Um, so the 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 middle one was probably the best tasting. They none of them taste like amazing. It's not it's not very fun. Uh, drink to drink. I I usually just chug it. Um, it makes if you use the amount that I use, it makes about twenty ounces of juice. So just chug it down.
0: So, what happened for you when it was over after that three days? So, on day four, what did you notice about your body?
1: Well, I definitely the my main objective for this was to. Uh, get rid of the bloating from the SIBO and that it was gone. Um, it was it was effectively gone and um, I was I Knew that I could eat I knew I was going to allow myself to eat and I was staring at my food and felt calm and you know Understood that I didn't have to eat it. And I Felt I felt confident that I could keep going if I wanted to um, And it helped me slow down While I was eating, like I guess enjoy the food that I was eating, like value it a little bit more. So
0: instead of just eating as much as you can as fast as you can, correct? Did you lose weight?
1: Yes, I did. I lost uh, over nine pounds.
0: Crazy. So when I did the five day fast, I lost about six pounds. But what I liked about the proline and what it did for me. And I don't know if it was the time or if it was the kit, but it reset my metabolic weight. So I lost six pounds, but I stayed at that weight for quite a few months, um, which has never happened to me before, where I've done a lot of different diets and programs, got down to my weight, and then three weeks later, I was back up to my standard weight. So I'm really happy that it was able to reset my metabolic, my natural weight state Um, And my body's just stayed there naturally. So that's been awesome. And I would say the same thing. It taught me, because of the program, to eat breakfast again, eat lunch, eat dinner, not skip meals, because you just train yourself to eat food consistently. So that's really important for reactive hypoglycemics. And I really did feel like um, my cravings went down a little bit, and I'm not as dependent on coffee because you can only have one glass of coffee. With that program, I wasn't drinking a whole pot every single day, which was awesome. So, I think it was really successful for the both of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and also, um, if you have, uh, I guess, an illness like like I do, and you are able to uh, alleviate it with the fasting, it helps you uh, stay more on track with your diet when you actually start eating again, because you don't want to uh, ruin... Ruin all the time and work you put into fasting because I mean, it's tough. I, I said it was easy, but it's like it's a mindset. It's easy if you got the right mind for it, but it's still you still have to go through the suck of you know, three whole days of not eating. It's gonna not feel good, uh, but there is a level like it It, it has helped me to make sure I stay on track not to ruin my progress. So
0: that, and you see. The big difference that it made for your gut and your SIBO, Mm -hmm. that going back to where you were and feeling as sick as you were wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's helped us both out a lot. Mm. Thanks for sharing your story. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Mm So we'll see you guys next week on our next week's podcast. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule a free introductory consult with Dr. Allison online at Little Black Bag Medicine or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.